Hello and welcome to episode 36 of Stay at Homer, the podcast where two British men on coronavirus lockdown in the UK rewatch every episode of The Simpsons from the start. I'm Andrew Lowe. I'm Tim Tucker. And today we have the beginning of season three and episode one. It's called Stark Raving Dad. Yeah. Now, you may, you may ask, <laughs> you might be thinking to yourself, hold on a second. <laughs> Uh, lads, um, you might possibly be thinking that. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, hold on a second, uh, fellas. Maybe this the season episode, episode one I've got on Disney um, isn't called Stark Raving Dad. Could you explain that, Tim? Perhaps. Yeah. So we we suspect that it's because this episode features Michael Jackson. It, it's it's definitely it's definitely because it features Michael Jackson. Tim, the producers basically the producers. <laughs> It's the producers, not Disney. The producers have said that they don't want want this episode. They want to distance themselves from it um, because of Michael Jackson's involvement and the you know the on- ongoing subsequent allegations. So the it's difficult because in a way the problems I've got with this episode um, are all based on the fact that Michael Jackson's in it, but not for the reasons, not for the uh, you know the. the allegations about his proclivities yeah. but because of um just the fact that it just ruins the episode <laughs> basically you know the main the main difficulty is in them pulling the episode is um it's it's the classic argument isn't it Tim about um should you divorce the art from the artist absolutely because if we did mm. if we didn't do that we'd be stuck with a lot of bland art oh absolutely and yeah and that's exactly what seems to be happening. There's a version of that happening at the moment with the statue of Edward Colson coming down mm. um, and the Black Lives Matter protests which are happening. Yeah. Um, which, um, you know, people, statues are starting to be questioned, plaques, anything that, um, <clears throat> anything that sort of celebrates or seems to have built a reputation or a profile on um, a dubious history at the moment involving some sort of oppression of... You know, some sort of slavery connection or um, some sort of racial connotation yeah. is starting to be cancelled and started to be deleted. Or mm. so you know, recently, the last couple of days, they've pulled Little Britain from uh, from Netflix. Yeah. They've taken because of the there's blackface characters in that, yeah. and some very some highly dubious stuff about you know <laughs> LGBT. And and they've also pulled um, oh, what's the other thing? Anton Deck. Um, they had to apologise. Right, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Any blackface stuff that they've done, and also. The one that I thought was really odd was the League of Gentlemen because the Papa Lazarou character in the League of Gentlemen is clearly just, um, unfortunately, I think, looks like a sort of classic um, black and white minstrel type, you know, aberration. Yeah. But um, I don't really think that's the intention with that. Or it's just it was meant to be just as disturbing as possible. The character in his own mind, yeah, um, looks like that, and it's not a problem for him. That's what makes him disturbing. Well, another aspect of this this sort of thing is that intention doesn't come into it, does it? It's um, no, it's, no. It's like when Danny Baker got fired; he didn't intend his a racial slur by putting a picture of a monkey yeah. coming out of a hospital. But it, it almost is incidental whether they intend it or not. I think the argument it seems is that if it could cause offence to a certain group of people, then yes, that's the justification. So now that is problematic, isn't it? Yeah, Don't you think? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. That, yeah. I find that I find that a bit worrying. Mm. That you're second guessing offence. Yeah. I find that a bit worrying because offence. We've said this before. You can't give it. No. You can only take it. Yeah. 
by definition, it's a subjective response to something, isn't it? Yeah. You can you can try and ensure that someone is going to be offended. Mm. You can try and crank that up. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. You can um, have a go at offending them more, more vehemently. Yeah. But you still, at the end of the day, you can't objectively give offence. No. So it's a really tricky one to kind of say, well, this artist or this particular association with this artist, mm. um, we need to delete that from history. Um because this group over here uh, might be I might have a problem with it. I, I, it's a really tricky one. It is. I do. I do draw the line of distinction <clears throat> between a statue where we're supposed to celebrate yeah, somebody yeah, who yeah. was a slave owner and um, this, which is somebody appearing in an episode of an entertainment series. So I think there is a distinction there, don't you think? Yeah, there's a similar argument, though, isn't there? The argument, really, the root of it is: um, is there something in this person's past that negates? everything else that they achieved or everything else that's part of their profile. Right. And mm. if there's is there a is there a poison, a drop of poison in the water kind of thing. And if we find it, mm. that point that just you know, that negates everything. So and that's that's the thing bit that worries me really. Yeah. Not that I, you know, disagree with um reevaluating the position of someone like Edward Colson or something or, or mm. of course I do. But yeah. Of course I agree with that. But the, the thing that worries me is the idea that um uh, we, we we're sort of reaching for some sort of purity, yeah. you know, that, which is unattainable, really. Which is unattainable, yeah. Which really, mm. which I find really disturbing, and yeah. And this, I, I agree. This with is you. just another example of that. Maybe it's about the proximity because the victims of Michael Jackson, uh, perhaps that's what they're trying to be sensitive to. Um, I suppose so, yeah. And and um, <clears throat> but yeah, there's so many people, aren't there? You know, Morrissey, he's, mm. he's been reevaluated recently for his, his statements. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, one of my favourite poet, Philip Larkin, he's he has pretty problematic yeah. uh, views. Um, and J.K. Rowling's quite... going under the microscope for views yeah. on trans. Yeah, the, the founder of the Scouts, Robert Baden Powell, he's he's having a statue mm. removed from Poole. And I was reading this this story today. He says there's a Conservative MP who um, said that Robert Baden Powell's some aspects of his life, he said, uh, were considered less worthy of commemoration. Mm. And um, which is <laughs> which is interesting since he was accused of racism, homophobia, and support for Adolf Hitler. Yeah. <laughs> you just think you sort of you, you kind of go right. Well, he's he's tipped he's tipped over the line now, hasn't he? Yeah. Sort of. Yeah. He's tipped a few too many boxes, <laughs> I like it. But there does seem to be a real groundswell at the moment, doesn't there? Yeah. Of, of this kind of deletion of um, it does deletion of cultural, cultural, social, historical. Uh, elements based on something we've just recently found out or we've become recently sensitive to okay let's finish this off with a question okay would you do you yep. would you agree that this should be not shown anymore this episode definitely not no i feel really i feel really uncomfortable about who, who's making that decision for me yeah that, that I, i'm not allowed to watch this episode mm-hmm. that i find that really that makes me really uncomfortable because that seems to be a slippery slope to me yeah but the other problem with all this cancellation stuff sorry we will move on in a minute is you get the fucking classic for just idiot response, the knee-jerk response of people going, oh, you can't say anything these days. Yeah. You know, political correctness gone mad. Yeah, that's the... Um, you're sort of playing into that hand. You're feeding you're it. playing into that hand. Yeah. 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 Because they've sort of got a point, you know, yeah. when it comes to stuff like this. And you, you think, yeah, but that's just the kind of the extreme version of 
what's going on here and you've just decided to take that that knee-jerk reaction when it's a more nuanced than that yeah but um yeah but they, they have got a point you're playing into their hands the moment you start to think um uh, you know Roald Dahl Roald Dahl was famously you know anti-semitic wasn't he mm. and so what do we know that's the end of uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory or James and the Giant Peach yeah um well, no, you know, if I had young children now, I would read them James and the Giant Peach and Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, even though I know Roald Dahl was anti-Semitic. Yeah. Um, I just think you have to separate the art from the artist do, fundamentally yeah. because we would be stuck with pretty bland culture and art otherwise. Mm. Um, there, is an unfortunate, there is an unfortunate truth that a lot of our greatest artists and our great creators, um, performers, whatever, do have an edge mm. that perhaps um, lends itself to being part of what made them great or what made them an outlier. Yeah. Um, it's an awkward thing to talk about, but I think there is a, a truth in that. Definitely. So, Stark Raving Dad, Strictly, episode one of season three. So it's the season opener, which is a big deal as well. It's written by Al Jean and Mike Rice, who are two veterans of yep. The Simpsons. Starts with Lisa waking Bart up. Um, she's about to mm. turn eight, and she's reminding him of this so that he doesn't forget her birthday. Yeah. But then he, they get downstairs and Bart's, um, Marge asks Bart to look after Maggie um, mm. while she goes off to do some housework. And uh, he instead gets distracted by the Krusty Hotline that's being advertised on the cereal packet. <laughs> great yeah. great call to the Krusty Hotline, don't you think? Yeah, and the Krusty Hotline just basically appears to be Krusty laughing, doesn't it? He, he <laughs> for as long as he can sustain it. To, as long as possible yeah. um, to, to take $2 for that first minute yeah. <laughs> and um, 50 cents for each additional minute. Just as doing his kind of sort of maniacal, yeah. um, inappropriate laughter. Which runs out and of you, steam, yeah. <laughs> which runs out of steam, but Bart's quite happy with it, isn't he? He's, he looks delighted. He's just happy. <laughs> He's loving it, yeah. Know, listening to it, chuckling away. <laughs> Doesn't it have a little disclaimer at the beginning saying, is is a parent aware that you're you're on this school? Oh, I love it. He says, yeah, if you haven't asked your parents' permission, naughty, naughty, yeah. but Krusty forgives you, <laughs> which is really, really sinister. <laughs> He doesn't say go and go and get the permission, does he? Um, yeah, lovely. Yeah, it's brilliant. But meanwhile, Maggie grabs the ceiling fan and is getting into all sorts of scrapes. So bad mark against Bart there for not looking after Maggie. Um, yeah, I must say, so far this is a great opening for us for the Simpsons because then um, the washing comes out the um, the washing machine. It's all pink, down to Bart leaving a red hat in there. And yeah, so we're seeing. So they're, they're connecting it all up nicely, aren't they? Mm. They're showing Bart has been been pretty wayward illicit call to this crusty hotline you know yeah. ignoring Maggie yeah. when she's in danger leaving his cap in yeah. and so it kind of it all connects it all makes sense it's all a good reason reason for Homer to have to wear this pink shirt yeah obviously Homer's distressed about having to wear pink everything's pink that comes out of the washing machine but Marge says no, nothing. nothing's going to happen you know what, what, what difference is that going to make cut two Burns watching his employees arrive via some sort mm. of sinister surveillance system as ever yeah, <laughs> yeah. but this that's the whole idea behind it, isn't it? The idea that just because one person is wearing a pink shirt, one of the positives of this episode for me is it's wrestling with mental health a little bit. It has a little go, yeah, under, uh, wrestle with mental health mm. um, in a slightly more progressive way than it's done before. We'll talk about that later, but this is quite interesting that the idea that one person wearing a pink shirt yeah. uh, immediately singles them out. But because it's Burns' world, Burns's world, it, it singles them out in uh, quite a, quite an official, yeah. Uh, institutionalized way you know they're, they're pulled out of the crowd and interrogated yeah. <laughs> well he says he says to smithers who is that free-thinking anarchist doesn't he and Holmes in yeah. on homer being the only one wearing a pink shirt 
Um, yeah, Simpson, eh? Yeah, classic, yeah, straight away. Classic doesn't know who he is. Yeah. So, he says he's one of your boobs from Sector 7G. <laughs> he always has a slightly different yeah. um, way to answer that question. I it? love it. Yeah, and it, and it obviously alarms Burns. This this free thinking anarchist is wearing pink, you know, which is obviously yeah. a fairly minor um, transgression. <laughs> but the, yes. the security team grab him um, and uh, take him back for for a, a pretty intense interrogation with Marvin Monroe, yeah. our favourite psychologist. Yeah. I'm you know yeah. slightly sarcastically um, yeah. to give him a psychological profile to fill in. Yeah, and he gives him a t- yeah take home personality test. He calls it. Mm. Um, and which is fine, you know, it's a bit of a cameo. We don't get too much of too much of him. No, he's fine. Um, he's their go-to, as we've said before. Yeah, and so you see him trying to wrestle with this personality test, just sort of treating it like some sort of a like an examination, and tries to get Lisa to help with it. He really doesn't want to do it, does it. he? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not in, it's not part of his world, is it, to do to, to this kind of a challenge? I love that he tries. And, um, he, Lisa's caveat is i'll do it if you listen to my poem which really depresses him doesn't it and after after two verses he says no deal and walks off um, yeah which it's is, kind of almost like a sort of beat poem his performance poem isn't it about about um her sort of existential despair at the age of yeah, eight a dread of death as uh, animals <laughs> yeah. have left her yeah yeah um so we cut um, cut to him watching TV. Great, great show on TV. There's always a good show on TV in, in Good Simpsons episodes. Um, well, it's America's funniest home videos. Yeah, isn't it? I think that was uh, America's. Because I think they call it America's stupidest home videos. Though we have a version but, of that in the UK as well. Um, yeah, you've been. Framed. But they're all really violent, aren't they? They're all horrible. <laughs> There's a man breaking his hip. Um, yeah. You hear his agonised scream in the background. Yeah. <laughs> but, but there's no nuance for Homer. He just loves it. He just loves the. The Schadenfreude of it. There's a dog, a dog on fire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Awful. Yeah. And the baby with a nail gun or something. Yeah. They, they say cast your votes, and Homer goes, "Dog on fire, dog yeah, on fire." That's, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> They're all chuckling away. But um, yeah. this is just filler, really, because Bart, Bart, um, he asks Bart to fill in the form. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, of course, Bart fills it in really badly uh, from the point of view of Homer because he ticks all the yes boxes essentially. Um, yeah. So it all transpires that Homer gets sent to a mental institution. Yeah. What do we call those, Tim? Do you think what what do we call them now? Because <laughs> we because are we is it mental home? You can't say anything, can you? No, these days. No. It's a, is it is it mental home? I've no uh, idea. What do they call it in the? Uh... Is it is it nut house? <laughs> I don't think it's nut house. It's not um, nut house anymore, is it? It's not funny farm. Funny farm sounds best, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Because it's quite yeah, positive. Let's just call it the funny farm. Yeah. That's, the, that's the most respectful way of, <laughs> of describing describing an institution that treats severe mental illness. Absolutely, it's <laughs> it's called officially called the New Bedlam in Springfield. Oh yeah, um, is it something like the the uh, home for the emotionally confused or something like something that? Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he gets thrown in there. Tell me if you disagree. This is where it starts to go wrong <laughs> um, as an episode because up to here. It's a pretty pretty good first act, don't you think? Yeah. From a Simpsons yeah. episode point of view, loads of loads of good gags, loads of good character yeah. stuff. But in New Bedlam, he meets well Michael Jackson. Apparently, Michael Jackson turns out to be a big white guy, bald white guy called Leon Kampowski or Kampowski or something. Yeah, yeah, we find out at the end. So mm-hmm. you get the idea that he's some sort of schizophrenic. He thinks he's Michael Jackson or something. Yeah. And so yeah, you're right. I think this is where it goes wrong because 
we we also I also felt a bit tricked here where you just think this is working out really yeah. well. But um the fact that the fact that he's instantly carted off to a psychiatric hospital, mm. um it's <clears throat> tell you what what I had a problem with is it's starting to make me f- it feels like it's a treehouse of horror episode. Yeah. Where yeah. there's just that slight sense where they, they step aside of the Simpsons law, L-O-R-E, yeah. you know, they step aside of the the canon and um, cut loose, a bit more fantastical, yeah. and you sort of go with it for that episode. But here, you sort they're asking you to go with something that you just think, I'm not sure that would happen. Not, it just doesn't no. really work in my mind. It, and, and but okay, keep, yeah. keep going. And then when he when he meets Michael Jackson, you just think, right. So that's the whole point of this is just to get us here, yeah. so Michael Jackson can mm. be in it. That's, you know, I felt really cheated. He meets this guy who claims to be Michael Jackson um, and then attempts to prove it by doing the Michael Jackson sort of tropes of, you know, grabbing his crotch, thrusting his hips out, doing a moonwalk. It sort of, it also annoys me that Homer doesn't know who he is. And um, I just think he would know, you know. Everyone, yeah. Yeah. It it just, it doesn't really, I, I don't really get, I get a gag from Homer not knowing things yeah. Normally, but here it just feels it's like culture. it's a bit yeah. forced. Yeah, you just think surely everybody would know who Michael yeah. Jackson was, and we know Homer watches a lot of TV. It just doesn't agree, really yeah. work, does that's, it? That's a good point. Yeah, not, it's funny when funny. he doesn't get a, like a bit of general knowledge or something, but but not. Yeah, or doesn't get something that's right in front yeah. of his nose. Yeah. Um, you know, doesn't see the subtext in something, but just to make him just not know who Michael Jackson doesn't, is. Yeah, it's wrong because for the sake of a really cheap mm. gag. You just think mm. I agree. So it's all it's all sort of unraveling a bit here. But um we we get um Homer introduced to a few of the inmates and they get a few film references in, like uh, the chief um yeah. from One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Um Yeah, well Jack Nicholson's yeah. there as well, isn't he? The Jack Nicholson Easy. character yeah. is clearly styled on him. There's also Floyd who's from who's a character in Rain yeah. Man. So they're sort of they're popping in, in with lots of little um you know, quite a grab bag of yeah. Things. Hannibal Lecter kind of lookalike is in there as well. Yeah, yeah. Hannibal Lecter's in there. Yeah, absolutely, um, he's there. Yeah, all a bit again, a bit uncomfortable when you talk about mental institution. Um, yeah, it's a weird yeah. episode, isn't it? Because I think I think they're it's it's coming from a time when um, you know mental health, mental illness was a little bit um, difficult for people to get their heads around yeah. and and. It was a there was a there was a real us and them feeling about mm. mental health, where there was the normal people and there was the mental yeah. people, and it seems to be that's the time yeah. it's coming yeah. from. You know, the people, the mental people, they get put in the psychiatric hospitals, and the normal people, they're out in the mm. real world. Whereas now, of course, we know that we appreciate that, that mental illnesses can affect everybody in any in any kind of walk of life in any situation. Yeah, neurodiversity. People deal with yeah. it in different ways. But yeah, but now it's sort of, in this episode. It's coming from a place where the, 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 they've got shaven heads and they're in little cells and they've got gowns. And one of them's they, a, you know, a cannibal they're... psychopath next to. A, <laughs> exactly. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just to have having a mental illness means that you're mm. um, some, in some way dangerous, yeah. isn't it? That's that's the implication here. Simpsons is rubbish, isn't it? Saying, what are we doing doing this podcast? This is awful. <laughs> Just a bit of light relief on on our commentary. It cuts back to yeah. an itchy and scratchy episode, which plays into the B plot um, of birthdays. A bit of light <laughs> relief. <laughs> it's um, yeah. Um, isn't it birthday? 
a sort of a birthday scenario. Um, Scratchy gives Itchy a cake. Um, the cake explodes, that's right, yeah, blowing yeah. his head off. Um, yeah, imp- that's right. And then the head lands on the pointy bit of the birthday yeah, hat. impaling his head on that, yeah. <laughs> quite impaling nice, his head, Quite yeah. nice Itchy and Scratchy episode. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is a bit. It is a relief, isn't it, to have Itchy and Scratchy. You just think, oh, thank goodness for yeah. that, Simpsons. You know. Exactly. Whatever's going on here with this Michael Jackson bullshit, at least we've got the Simpsons... Yeah. You know, standard signature. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> back back in the uh, mental institution or funny farm, as we like to call it, um, Homer gets to call the family, and he gets Looney Bin. Yeah, Looney Bin. He, he gets to talk to Bart. Yeah. Um, yeah. But then there's another little funny bit of homage to Michael Jackson, where Bart moonwalks across the kitchen and stuff, which is a bit weird. Um, mm. But um, yeah, realise that. Homer has been wrongly committed, so Marge calls the wrongly committed hotline. It's a really good running line, running gag, and they start to do it now, where of um, sort of painfully ironic holding yes. music, <laughs> where whatever, whatever's whatever they're calling about, the holding music is just inappropriate, is just too 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 ironic to the situation. So here it's crazy by Patsy Cline. Yeah. We get uh, we get Michael Jackson or you know Liam Kapowski um, singing Ben, a version of Ben to Homer. Um, yeah. Which is awkward. He's got a little <clears throat> stuffed bubbles toy, um, and it also played into the fact that a lot of people thought he was a bit odd, Michael Jackson, for having this. This yeah, Wacko Jacko. Yeah. He was called, wasn't he, in the British tabloids? So, who, so uh, again, uh, it undermines yeah. why it's such a weird choice to have him in a mental institution in this episode. Um, well, I mean, we we need to get into it at some point, and what from what I know about it, Michael Jackson called uh, um, the show. He called Matt Groening, from what I've yeah. read. That he he was a fan of the show and he was you know he was a fan of Bart wasn't he typically right and oh dear. you can understand why Michael Jackson not not going into <laughs> the but you can understand why he was he'd be a fan of Bart Simpson well, whatever your view of the sort of narrative of Michael Jackson's life and his psychology yeah somebody who, somebody who didn't have any kind of a childhood and he was constantly herded around and sort of bullied into doing various things by his, by his um, tyrant sort of father. Mm. You can see why uh, a free-spirited, mischievous kid like Bart would would connect with him a little bit. And um, but what's what makes this really uncomfortable? This episode is that, from what I'm aware of, he called them and said, "Can I be on the show? I love it. You know, my, my, I'm Michael Jackson." They agreed, mm. and I think from that point on, it's all downhill really, because as you were saying initially, yeah. the whole show is revolves around his appearance. Yeah. So it's completely compromised right from the beginning. Yeah. And, you know, the moment that he turns up, there's a, the show is just an advert for Michael Jackson, isn't it, yeah. really? It's a kind of a weirdly uncomfortable um, yeah. just shill for for Michael Jackson and his and his shtick and his kind of, you know, his um, his moves and his songs. And it's, and, and it's, very anti, just, it's very anti-Simpsons. That. Simpsons always sort of against that kind of shilling yeah. and stuff and it yeah it definitely it doesn't it doesn't work within the simpsons universe to have it like that does it yeah and what's strange about it is, is there's nothing meta going on there's no, no you would think that the there'd be some sort of meta aspect to it where you would think there'd be some sort of meta aspect to it where the character would either comment saying comment on it and, and a bit of a nod to the audience a bit of a break of the fourth wall mm-hmm. Um, the fact that you know selling out or something, they make a comment about selling out. Yeah, that's and, true. Yeah, um, and but that doesn't happen. And the reason that doesn't happen, I think, is because Michael Jackson got script approval. I reckon he must be. And, yeah. Mm. No, he did. Yeah, he got. He had script approval, and he 
he changed a couple of things. He changed a couple of references. There's a mention of Elvis Presley, which was initially meant to be a reference to Prince, who was much bigger at the time. Oh, really? And, you know, Michael Jackson crea- had a creative medal. You know, he said, no, 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 I don't want Prince mentioned, because he was kind of like yeah, a rival. Yeah, they were Jackson. big rivals. Yeah. Yeah. So, he, so they went, fair enough, Michael, we won't mention Prince, we'll make it Elvis Presley. Is that okay? Oh. And Michael would have gone, yes, that's fine. Yeah. Which is, you know, what is he? Is he a guest star or is he, you know, a script polisher? Mm. It's just, you can't have both. It's- so that's the problem. Yeah. It's a complete compromise. From the it's start. against the whole spirit of The Simpsons. Absolutely, mm. yeah. And I, I felt they must have felt like it's worth it to have Michael Jackson on the show. And, and the big irony that they now want to delete it from history is it's it's full of... It's an interesting episode. I know we're, we're talking a lot of depth here, but it is an interesting episode for all these reasons. Yeah, yeah. What we should do, Tim, is, is finish this recording and then never put this one out. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, a we protest. can seed it on, on various sort of uh, dark webs. Yeah. Um but yeah, okay. So, what? Where have we got to? Yeah, he's got his weird stuffed chimp. Um, they yeah. go into a group session where Homer um, sort of <laughs> totally misunderstands the nature of agoraphobia, um, as, as yeah. one of the other sufferers describes how he couldn't go out. <laughs> See, I quite like this though. Yeah, no, I, I like this because I think that they are reaching for um, some sort of a comment on mental health, mental health yeah. um, where ultimately, you know, this is what this is the layman's attitude towards mental health at the time. Perhaps. Yeah, definitely, yeah. You know, somebody saying, I have agoraphobia, a fear of going out, about open areas, I can't go outside. And he was going, why not? Was it raining? Yeah. Or, you know, I, I can't leave the house. Was the door locked? Yeah. What's the problem? <laughs> Um, it's very close to. I'm really sad. I'm depressed. Well, I'll just cheer yeah. up. Yeah, it's know. good. It's good commentary. Yeah, it's good. Ho- it's good yeah, Homer it's as well, def- isn't it? It's good Homer humor. Yeah, it's yeah. that, and I, th- I think it's quite a pointed little, little comment mm. on that. That the mental health, you, you realize how far we have actually come for for mental health understanding. That I think that will be getting a relatively straight laugh from most audiences at the time. Yeah. Um, but now we see it as much more nuanced than that, and with the laugh, the jokes totally on home yeah meanwhile Marge manages to get him out with a not insane certificate um, which he, he brandishes quite a bit from then on doesn't he is he's, uh, he's a little proud of his little not insane um, certificate um, yeah. Michael Jackson's out as well because apparently he was never in there because he was insane it was voluntary so he comes out too um, but again that's a good that's a good comment isn't it on the whole idea of being cured from mental illness from a mental illness yeah this, this idea that you can you know, you're, you're fine. You're, you're free to go. You are now, you are now unbroken. Mm. Which, as we know now, perhaps not at the time, but it's just not the case, is it? It's an ongoing work in progress of of coping strategies and yeah. all kinds of things for people who do suffer, who, who are at the mild to extreme end of any kind of mental illness. It's um, it's a constant battle, isn't Absolutely. it? Absolutely. It's not something you go, yep, yeah, I've won. That's that's the end of that. I've taken the pill. There's my headache gone. Here's my certificate. And yeah. Yeah. yeah so it's a good little comment comment on definitely. that. Definitely, perhaps a little bit ahead of its time, almost. Yeah, yeah. There's definitely yeah. it's such a confusing episode because there's definitely good bits. I'm just trying to find positive things to oh, say. Oh, there about are some it. positive, definitely. Yeah, there's some <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. moments. So, um, Homer calls back to Bart saying that he's bringing Michael Jackson back, but swear, you know, t- makes him swear not to tell anyone. Of course, Bart immediately calls Millhouse. Um, <laughs> says Millhouse, can you keep yeah. a secret? And Millhouse says no. <laughs> um, he tells him anyway. <laughs> Yeah. And then so it ends up that the whole town knows and hundreds turn up to, to greet Michael Jackson. Quimby's there doing his speech. Um Of course, yeah. Says he's gonna change the name of the Dalai Lama expressway to the Michael Jackson expressway. 
Um, yeah. And it's it's all uh, building up to you know the end of Act Two, if you like, where they arrive. Homer gets out, introduces Michael Jackson, and of course, huge disappointment. Yeah. That's not Michael Jackson. Um, yeah, I mean, in a way, it's it's they, they what they've done is that they've almost walked, fallen into the trap here of making it so the Simpsons characters and the whole town is uh, completely enamoured and blinded by the idea of Michael Jackson being in Springfield, yeah. which is almost like an ironic, probably unintentional comment on what's happened yeah. Yeah. to the to the show. Absolutely. Well. Yeah, good point. Um, it leaves everyone leaves because they're they're not interested in somebody mm. who look, who's sort of um, not Michael Jackson. <laughs> um, meanwhile, yeah. Lisa, in an attempt to sort of weave in this this subplot uh, or B plot, if you like, yeah. is upset because everyone's left her on her birthday um, to go and see the yeah. fake Michael Jackson. Um, yeah. And then we get a, a sort of sequence of Michael Jackson living with the Simpsons. Um, Bart does say you look like a big fat mental patient is one of his lines <laughs> <laughs> which is very Bart yes um, but here it comes to the two plots weaving together because um, well Bart is saying that he he's, he's suggesting that he write a song because he didn't have much money when he was growing up which is just like awful um, that they've given Michael Jackson the opportunity to sort of yeah. you know to to get the smallest violins playing about his, his background, you know his his poor background or something. Yeah. You just think it's now definitely turning into a bit of a hagiographical yeah. um, sort of showcase for Michael Jackson. So yeah. it's a strange, strange, strange episode. And and but but the really now they're they're trying to kind of get back to that first scene of Lisa's talking about her birthday and what Bot's going to get her. And yeah, Michael Jackson says, "Well, I used well, I didn't have any money, so I would write a song." Mm. And I'll help you write a song, and that's where we are now. That's the kind of lead into the end of the end of the episode. I've got another little niggle here. They wheel a piano into Lisa's bedroom. Has there ever been a piano in the Simpsons house before this? No, I mean this is the problem. The pro- the, the other main problem with it yeah. is that the way that it over sentimentalizes Lisa and Bart's relationship. Yeah. I think, for the just for the cause of the Michael Jackson bullshit. Yeah. yeah. It, it, that's that's the whole idea. The story the story idea about what if Michael Jackson came home. And it's Lisa's birthday, and hey, Bart doesn't know what to get her for a birthday present, so Michael Jackson can help him write a special song for her birthday. Yeah. And it'll make her really happy and lovely. And that's not really Bart and Lisa's relationship. It doesn't really no. work with Bart and Lisa's relationship, no, does it? No, not at all. It, doesn't, it has to be... It, it's a little edgier than that, and there has to be yeah, some a, a few more layers to yeah. it. Yeah, it doesn't. it just doesn't sit right. We get, we get a sort of painful sort of sequence of Bart on bongos with oh, Michael God, Jan- yeah. Jackson playing piano, singing Happy Birthday, Lisa. You, you get the feeling that they're just happy that there's a Michael Jackson song in it. Um, or- well, the other thing is that Michael Jackson's responsible for Do the Fucking Bart Man, isn't he? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> As it was, it will always be known from henceforth. He, he wrote it, he co-wrote it, he helped write that yeah. song. It's got all of that and, about um, it, this episode, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and it's just Michael Jackson in love with the idea of Bart Simpson as a mm. this 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 boy perhaps that he does to get pop psychology, but <laughs> perhaps as this boy that he the type of boy that he never had the chance to be. Yeah, know? maybe that's it. Yeah. Yeah, he's just a vicarious bit of a thrill for him, isn't mm. it? So really, really uncomfortable. It ends with Lisa saying it's the best present she's ever had, which she wouldn't do. No. You know, it, it, 
that's again it just wouldn't it wouldn't be that on the nose it wouldn't be that clean no they'd be they'd definitely subvert that but um, there's no subversion. Mm. The, the only subversion is that um, the, the Michael Jackson character now reveals that he's not actually Michael Jackson. He's a, a plumber, a bricklayer, sorry. He's a bricklayer from New Jersey called Leon Kapowski. Um, and mm. that he's switching voices at will and then off he trots um, into the sunset. Um, Which is quite interesting, really, in that he says, I, I realised when I started talking like this in a sort of slight, you know, a sweet sort of voice, then... Um, he, he, he got me attention or people started to like me more and right you, you can sort of understand how how it could his mental health how, you know someone's mental health might spiral off mm. from that starting position you know it sort of works yeah. but it's just like five seconds in this in this stupid sort of showcase for michael jackson very weird um Mm. Also, just a note on that song. So when I was watching it, I was thinking, oh, that's cool. They got Michael Jackson to write a new song for Lisa. It, and, it's rubbish, and though, isn't it? Apparently, it wasn't written by him or sung by him. Apparently, the singing in this episode <laughs> was sung by a sound-alike. Um, well, contractual, yeah. He couldn't do it because his, his voice, you know, is literally owned by, right. I don't know who it was, RCA, whoever it was. So, so he couldn't do it because it, because it couldn't reproduce anything with his voice. But the, the epi- um, singing. My, my problem with this is the episode makes you think you're, you're in for a real treat because you're hearing a Michael Jackson original or something. And that isn't the case. It's, I don't know. that Exactly. Yeah. So that's another problem with yeah. it, yeah. It's, it's lying to you, really. It feels like it. Yeah, I felt, oh, I felt so weird at the end of this episode. It, it's for so yeah. many reasons. It, it, well, <laughs> it's not lying. It's sort of misleading, isn't it? It's, it's sort of happy to... Happy to mm. to not make that clear, yeah. you know. It knows that if it's sort of let let them think that's actually Michael Jackson, that's a good thing, you know. Yeah. Word of mouth, yeah. They're, they're not making anything clear. They're sort of deceiving you a little bit, and it's just again another reason to hate yeah. it. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm gonna have a real problem scoring this episode. But um, I haven't even decided yet what I'm but, gonna score it. Um, yeah, no, he was contractually obliged. He couldn't sing. You know, he's obviously in his contract. They've wisely said. Yeah. Your, your singing voice cannot appear in any recorded form. Yeah. yeah. You can speak, which is why it's his actual speaking voice. Mm. But um, the moment he starts singing... They could have made a know, gag out of that, that, couldn't they? They could, they could have done something about yeah. that. Why even have it? Why even have the song if it wasn't him singing? I just, I just don't get that, you know. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it's, it's, just a, it's just a real a real mess, isn't it, of compromise? And, yeah. You know, it, the... Uh, not even without taking into consideration Michael Jackson's reputation mm. and his, you know, all the allegations and stuff. It's still, it's still a, mess. a mess. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, I wonder. So you can see why they pulled well, it, can't you? Really, I was going to say, I wonder if that's you can, why they pulled it, really, rather than the controversy. You know? Yeah. Because if you were, if you were create part of the creative um, construction of this episode, yeah. Um, still, all, all these years later, you can see why you would think, no, fuck that. Let's get rid of it. Let's I wish it never happened. Yeah. I'm embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so some a few parting thoughts, and then we'll go on the uh, the score, shall we? So, and the song is terrible, Tim. I haven't finished. <laughs> the song is awful. It's just rubbish. Happy birthday, Lisa. It's not even a sort of pastiche of a Michael Jackson type song. It's just yeah, this sort of you know on the nose specific. Yeah, it, it's, it's rubbish. It's awful. Yeah. What I really want is for Lisa to go. Well, that's awful. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> At least you could have written a decent when song. When Ricky Gervais did a guest spot, he did quite a funny song. Right. And, and that worked quite well. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, that's because he understood the show, yeah. I suppose. You know, he had an understanding of the show. and um, he, he, got, he sort of got the DNA of the show. But yeah. 
this again is just as you say it's a to- even that is a compromise within a compromise it's not really Michael Jackson singing or writing the yeah. song I hate this Tim I really hate it and in, in, in something that has just been a, such a highlight in my life yeah. The Simpsons yeah. this is just uh, like a turd <laughs> steaming turd like curled on the icing of a perfect yes. cake yeah for me yeah it's just, it's, got... it's just. <laughs> so what? What are you going to give it's it? Like, Andy? I'm going to give it. I'm going to give it two out of ten because oh, I really hate ouch, it. That's bad. Yeah, I really hate it. I just wish it didn't exist. Yeah, that's. And like, I'm only giving it two because there's some good Homer stuff. Yeah. And um, there's some good. There's a good little Burns moment, and there's one or two little flecks of in, of um, intelligence about, um, you know, foresight about mental health and attitudes to mental health. Yeah. But um, I just think it's just a complete mistake. I'm I'm going for a three, um, not okay. just to be different. I've tried to be mathematical. I think <laughs> the first act is actually quite good. The first third of it, um, yeah, to, until they meet Michael yeah, Jackson, yeah, and yeah. even some bits after that, like minor little moments, like the group therapy with the agoraphobic. So I think it it's about a third yeah. good, and that's how I've mathematically come up with my. But you're right, all the rest does chip away at that three <laughs> um, because yeah. it undermines not just this episode but the entire concept of The Simpsons as a thing. <laughs> um, I think the reason I dislike it, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's fundamental. But I, for every good thing I could think about, I could think of about two or three things that I really dislike about it. Yeah. And it, that, that balance is just, you know, it's just not not something I ever really want to rewatch. <laughs> Yeah, it's not really a... I didn't think we'd get here, Andy. I, I honestly thought we'd never go below five in our score. <laughs> and I hope we don't have no, to again. Just... But, um, yeah, see, I wasn't... Well, we don't, we don't know. We, we haven't gone sort of past the Here Be Dragons kind of territory of, like, episode series 28. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So where where do we... How do we wrap up on this epic episode about the worst ever Simpsons episode? <laughs> worst ever, episode ever. I think um <laughs> I think we've got we've got a good one coming up. Yeah. That's the positive. We've got a great season coming we've up. Got yeah. A great season, it's incredible, mm-hmm. yeah. It's a really good season. And um, also it's a good one one good thing about this, but it's not gonna make me give it any more out of ten. Mm. It's um it's a good blackboard gag, I am not a dentist. Oh yeah. Which is a great yeah, one. Is. Which is the beginning yeah. It's the beginning of the sort of much more nuanced blackboard yeah. gags where you think, what the fuck was he doing to have to write that? Yeah, yeah. And true, yeah. which is much better. Um, and like, you know, no one is interested in my underpants. All those ones are really, really much, are really good. Yeah, yeah. But <clears throat> yeah, we've got a good one coming up. It's a really good Lisa episode. I think we need a Lisa episode, a bit of the show, the show um, getting back to its usual. Uh, nuance and intelligence yeah. when it's kind of you know bent over so for so freely yeah. <laughs> what, what's it are uh, you familiar with the phrase jump the shark have you heard that phrase yeah, yeah so apparently yeah. i didn't know this for some time but apparently there was a, an episode of the happy days the the 70s sitcom set in 50s where fonzie jumps over a shark did you know that's where it got its yeah and it, that most yes. commentators thought that's the point where it went too far where it so it's become a met, like metonomic for just something that's um, overstepped to mark. You know, a create yeah. as overstepped to mark. Yeah, a creative moment in a show that's you just think what? Yeah, that it's never yeah, going to be what it break, was. Yeah, it. and this could have yeah. been the jump the shark moment for the Simpsons, couldn't it? Two seasons in, just about to start. Yeah. It's at height of its popularity. But I think, as I say, I think they learned. Yeah, I think they learned to not compromise themselves and with um, yeah 
with guest stars. I know there's a story that Julie Kavner, the voice of Marge, had a problem with the show fairly soon after this, perhaps not that soon, but with too many guest stars, and she thought it was just too many guest stars. And yeah. It sort of smothered the the rest of the show. Yeah. And so there, there must be sort of learning about how well, to incorporate guest stars. And because, I, yeah, it's a victim of its own success a bit. Well, yeah, that was going to be my point, is that to its credit, this didn't become a jump the shark moment. They actually went from strength to strength, and arguably from now till season eight at least, it was got better and better and better. So, you know, that that's a relief because um, it, it could easily, in the wrong hands, could e- easily have descended from here, couldn't it, the show? But I think what's that's what's so great about the show. One of the things I love about it is the way that it comments on celebrity culture, on, yeah. on mass media, on popular culture, mm-hmm. not incorporates those celebrities into the, exactly. the, you know, the narrative itself. Yeah. So, you know, Crossy the Clown... As a character, is is genius because he's um, uh, you know an aging Jewish guy mm. who is forced to put on this kind of ridiculous persona, mm. and um, this has a sort of actually is kind of more like a Roger Melly type figure, just trying to sort of get get as out for himself and trying to sort of you know see what he can, yeah. you know, his own little schemes and stuff, mm. and he's quite sleazy and yeah, well, it's just much more interesting, much more nuanced, absolutely, and. Yeah. Um, that's that's a really good comment on, you know, celebrity image mm. and um, all kinds of stuff like that. Is it and, in this um, season where we get the, his his special, the Crossy special comeback special? Is that is that in season? Three? Yes, yeah. it is. Yeah. Fantastic. yeah, yeah, wonderful. But that's 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 what the show does well. It comments mm. on stuff like celebrity image and the mask of celebrity and the implications of all of that, and you know, the mask eating into the face and all that kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah, and it comments on news culture and. You know the alarmist sort of nonsense, the way that news is presented, particularly Fox News, mm. and so you know it has to stay a little bit removed from the actual reality, and it can't, you can't suddenly start having real versions of those people no. uh, invading the invading the creative space. That's exactly what happened in this episode, and that's why it's a disaster. I think. Yeah, well said. I think uh, I think, like I said, it's to its credit that it didn't go further down this tunnel and actually lifted itself back to its it lifted its standards up after this. I'd say, yeah. I mean, look at the um, the episode where Homer uh, manages the country western star, um, oh, yeah. which is coming up soon. Which is a lovely episode, really good episode. Mm. Um, they could have got Dolly Parton to yeah. sort of do the voiceover for that. And having said this now, I'm really worried in case they did, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think they did. But they if but they could have done a very similar thing, and it could have just all been. Oh, it's actually Dolly Parton. Oh, she's it's on a comeback tour, and Homer's managing her. Yeah. And it would have been the same mistake. Yeah. Um, but instead, they just do it as a kind of pastiche of a country western star, and they get lots of really good humour from mm. country western culture and stuff. And they they play to their strengths. Yeah. So I think they do learn from it. Yeah, that's a, that's another positive to end with. So, phew, I feel mm. exhausted, but um, but somehow it's a big episode. Yeah, yeah, I feel it was somehow cathartic talking about it. <laughs> Thanks for sticking with it. Thanks for sticking with yeah. us for this for this hour of um, the worst ever episode. <laughs> yeah, worst episode ever. Unless you fast forward to this point, in which you know I would uh, urge you to go back and listen to the whole thing. Yeah, and you know, don't just fast forward your life. Yeah, there's lots to learn. That's what we said. It's <laughs> like, yeah, don't don't skip on to the next thing all the time. Just right. Well, on that note, um, let's go forward yeah. and say, uh, um, very good. Yeah, have a. Uh, I hope everything's working out for you. We'll probably talk a bit more about coronavirus and... Uh, <laughs> we forgot about coronavirus. Yeah, that's still happening. <laughs> oh, yeah, the shit. The world ending. Have you got that virus thing going around, yeah. too? 
<laughs> it, was a, it was a good escape from that, wasn't it? And we'll um, yeah, we'll pick up again in a couple. Yeah, of days. It's, a, it's a lovely, it's a lovely shift in tone from um, yeah, a, a sort of biological, potentially deadly disease to allegations of paedophilia. Dead pop star, yeah. <laughs> made a nice change. Yeah. Um, but till then, we'll um, yeah, stay alert, stay safe, keep going, keep trucking, and we'll see you next time. <laughs> yeah, see you next time.